Hello all, welcome or welcome back to And Everything In Between. I'm your host, Mela. This past week, I was in Utah and I don't really like hiking. Like hiking is not my thing, but I will say the scenery in Utah was just like an out-of-body experience. I was like, wow, I could not comprehend what I was seeing. It felt like I was like watching it from someone else and I wasn't actually there. That's how surreal it was. I mean, I remember being at the hotel I was staying at and I was at the pool and in the background of the pool are these giant mountains with layers of rocks and cacti and giant trees that looked like specks from where I was sitting because the mountain was so big and it was just so weird it looked like a green screen background I mean I was literally at the pool and then in the background just a just a giant mountain while I'm sitting at the pool it's so weird I mean maybe if you live in Utah you're like that's living my everyday life but I've never seen anything like that before because I don't live in Utah obviously but I went hiking and uh, I think we went like 1,600 feet in elevation. I mean, obviously we're already above sea level, but starting at the ground where we were and then going up the mountain, we went an additional 1,600 feet, which was really insane. I mean, 1,600 feet, like that doesn't seem like a lot because when you're in an airplane, you're like, I don't know, 20,000, 30,000 feet in the air, but just climbing that was insane. I have no idea how people climb Mount Everest knowing they have to climb 10,000 feet rather than 1,000, but that was insane. And while I was there, on my last day, I went to Las Vegas, and the culture of Las Vegas is really insane. I mean, it is exactly like the movies. If you've ever seen Percy Jackson and you see the scene where they're in the casino and the woman offers them the lotus blossom flower and it makes them like pass out. <laughs> if you've ever seen that movie, the casino kind of reminded me of Las Vegas. And I it was just kind of creepy being there. I just felt like, whew, I mean, this is weird. You see, you go into this hotel and I stayed in this really nice hotel for a night and I'm in the lobby, and my dad pointed out to me that to get to your room from the lobby, like to get to the elevators to take you to your room, you had to go through the casino, and the hotel casino was giant. I mean, there was a bar, there's a live pianist, and a restaurant, and then there's these giant gaming stations everywhere, and I can understand why it would be addicting, because I was walking by this woman and on the screen, it said you won $19.45 and she only paid 75 cents to play. So you're getting over, I don't know how much that is, over 10 times the money you put in. You could get that. So you win one time and then you say, maybe it'll happen again. And you just want more and more. You say, uh, $20, I want more. I want $100. I want... and you just keep wanting more and more and more. And my dad also showed me this room, this like back room. And he said, people that are allowed to go in that room, they have to be betting a lot of money, like thousands of dollars. And there were people in there and some of them were just by themselves in that room. So it really just struck me how gambling is 
kind of an addiction and it's a serious addiction. So it was just crazy being in Las Vegas. Like I won't even say crazy. It was creepy. The casinos creeped me out. I don't know what it was. It was just like, oh my God, this is insane. It's like desert, giant city, desert again. It's literally a city in the middle of nowhere. But that was my Utah trip. But the point is, I know you guys are wondering when I'm actually going to talk about the subject of this episode, but I am getting there. In Utah, I didn't wear makeup for a week. And it has been a long time since I didn't wear makeup for a week. I think the last time I went a week without wearing makeup was probably during COVID, online school, all that. And I didn't wear makeup. But after not wearing makeup for a week, which I haven't done in so long, like a year, it made me realize a few things about makeup. And I've been wanting to talk about makeup and its impact for a long time. So that's exactly what this episode is going to be about, the psychological impact of makeup. First, I want to kind of give you guys a brief rundown of my so-called journey with makeup, I guess. Eighth grade, I wore just mascara. Um, I didn't really wear any makeup besides that. Ninth grade was kind of like my experimental makeup year. I discovered eyeliner, as many do. And let's just say the first time I put on eyeliner, it did not look good. It looked bad. If I'm just going to be honest, it did not look good. It looked really bad. But I kept practicing and doing different looks with eyeliner. And I think I perfected how I like my eyeliner to look. If you guys want to know, I put it on my waterline to make my eyes appear brighter. Because I really think it makes my eye color pop. Because my eyes are like brown, but they have green in them. And they're like a really light brown. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like not quite hazel, but not fully brown. I don't know. 10th grade, which was this past year, I kind of started to develop this routine that I liked with my makeup. But I still was experimenting with different fun products and seeing what I liked and what I didn't. And... That's just kind of a brief rundown if you're following along with the timeline of what I'm going to be talking about, if you want to know. But I do think that makeup has become very popular now. And if you watch my episode 12 going on 20, I was talking about these pressures that force children to grow up faster. And one of them was makeup and people marketing makeup towards younger audiences. And now that this is happening... Oh, and I wanted to kind of hone in on the makeup part of that today. But now that this is happening and makeup is starting to become popular with younger and younger people, like kids now, I feel like that is, it's kind of difficult for me to understand sometimes when I see like kids younger than me, when I see like 12-year-olds or 11-year-olds wearing makeup, I'm like, wow, but... I can't imagine what it's like for older generations. And when I say older, I mean even millennials. Millennials, um, generation after that, the boomers, I think. Um, Whatever the generation after that is, I don't know. But I feel like because there's kind of a shift in culture, at least in the United States, where younger children are starting to wear makeup and it used to be, you know, you didn't really wear makeup until you were in your 20s. That can be hard for other generations to understand. But one of the key points that I want to make here 
is makeup is not just something you do because you're insecure and you want to cover up your blemishes or whatever. Makeup is a creative outlet and it is fun to try new makeup looks and experiment and see what looks good, what doesn't, what do I like. And I've seen crazy things where people will literally paint like a picture on their eyelid. Like they'll use eyeshadows and brushes to create a portrait or something on their eye or on their face. And that is a creative outlet for some people. And whether you're doing that, you're creating an amazing painting on your face, or you're just experimenting with different colored eyeshadows and eyeliners and trying out new products, makeup is a creative outlet. And it is not just to enhance your appearance. And I feel like some people have trouble understanding that. And so when they see their kids wearing makeup, they automatically go to say, you don't need makeup, don't wear makeup, stop wearing it. And it comes off as they are shaming their kids for wearing makeup or they're shaming their younger friends or younger siblings for wearing makeup. But the thing about that is those words and saying you don't need that or that doesn't look good or stop wearing makeup, that will stay with those kids for the longest time. And I do have some experiences with this that I won't get into here, but I just remember seeing a video on TikTok and it was this elderly woman that had made the video and she was saying how when she was about 13 or 14, some young teenage age or preteen age, and she was talking about how she had just gotten a new blush and she was just trying it out and she put it on her cheeks and her mom walked in and her mom said, you look like a clown. And seeing that video, that didn't even happen to me. Yet I felt angry, I felt hurt, I felt sad for this poor woman who has now went through her whole life. She still remembers that moment, she still remembers that remark, and to this day, she still does not like wearing blush because every time she puts on blush, she thinks of her mother saying, you look like a clown. And that's a young child. And words stick with these young children when you make fun of them for wearing something or trying out makeup or a part of their identity. That will stay with them for the rest of their lives because their brains, and when I say their, I mean mine too because I'm young, our brains are still developing and they still will continue to develop until we are 25, about 25. And because our brains are still developing, we are figuring out, you know, our identities, we're figuring out what hobbies we like, what we like to do, what we don't like to do. And by imprinting this word, these words, cruel words at such a changing point and a shaping point in our lives, that really has a detrimental effect. And it has a long-lasting impact far beyond what you might think it does. So my advice here, my point here is don't shame other people for experimenting with makeup because it really does have an effect. Your words do matter and they have this kind of ripple effect and the ripples go until you are old in age and have gray hair. 
So now that children are starting to wear makeup, let's not shame them. Let's not try to change that because it it won't be changed. You know, this is happening across the country. This isn't just one person or two people. This is a nationwide occurrence. So rather than shaming it and trying to stop change and making kids feel bad for experimenting with makeup, why don't we accept that? Why don't we remind them that they're still... They're still beautiful. They're still a good person without makeup, but it's okay to experiment and it's okay to try out new hobbies. That's okay. If we have a culture shift on the children's side, I think we also need to have somewhat of a shift or an effort and a change of attitude from other generations. And this kind of relates to what I'm saying, but... All genders can also wear makeup because like I said, it's not just a way to enhance your appearance. It's a creative outlet and it's a form of art in a way. Now, not obviously not all makeup is art, but like makeup in some ways an kind of an art form. Kind of. It actually, yeah, it is, I would say. And all genders can enjoy that. And again, if by you saying, oh, you're a boy, you can't wear makeup, or you're a boy, you can't, you can't wear eyeshadow, put that down. That has an imprint on them, and they're going to think about that for a long time after you say it. So just be cautious of what you're saying. That's all I can say, because there is this culture shift in makeup, and there does need to be that change in attitude from other generations, or at least an attempt. That's all I can say about that. I think a common misconception about makeup is that makeup leads to insecurity issues, but I'm just going to share some of my personal experiences. Maybe this is true for you. Makeup did worsen or lead to your insecurity issues, but for me, insecurity issues that I've had in the past or maybe I'm struggling with a bit right now, makeup did not cause that. It was comparing myself to other people that caused that. And I did touch on this in 12 going on 20, but kids seeing beautiful people in public or at school or work or wherever, just kids being exposed, or especially on social media, kids being exposed to very beautiful people is obviously going to lead to some comparison. No matter how much you try not to, It does. Once you get to a certain age, I feel like you start to notice these things more and you start to compare yourself to other people and maybe their features or how they look. And I think because of me comparing myself to other people, that led to me wearing makeup. Makeup didn't lead to me comparing myself to others. Comparing myself to others led to me wearing makeup because I wanted to wear makeup to look like other people. I wanted to look more grown up, like people I saw online. I wanted to say, I I want to look like them. How can I make myself look like them? And the obvious answer to that is makeup. However, makeup, I will say, worsened insecurity issues, especially for me. Because when you wear makeup... Obviously, the main purpose of makeup is to enhance your performance or bring out your natural features and make them pop. And 
it made me start to see myself for only how I looked. When I looked in the mirror, instead of just seeing a person staring back at me, I started to see the way my eyes looked or how long my eyelashes were or how symmetrical my face was. Because when I wore makeup, I was looking for that change in appearance. I wasn't just looking at myself, my normal self staring back in the mirror. I was looking at a quote-unquote better version of myself and I was looking for that change in appearance, that change in attractiveness level. And when you start looking for that and you wear makeup on the daily, it does change how you think about yourself and it ingrains this idea in your head that you only see yourself for your attractiveness. And I'm not trying to sound shallow or vain. I am just being honest. That's what makeup did for me, unfortunately. It didn't cause insecurity issues, but it definitely worsened them. And seeing yourself for how you look, I wanted to talk about this for a while, but I didn't quite know how to describe the feeling. Because when you're looking in the mirror, it is a really really extremely difficult habit to break when you look in the mirror and you only see yourself for maybe how beautiful you are. Not like, oh, I'm so beautiful, but like what level of beauty do I have? And naturally, you're going to find something that makes you unhappy. And you're going to say, why isn't this makeup working for me? Why, Why don't I look like that model in the magazine, even though I'm using the same products as them, even though I'm wearing the same type of makeup as them. How come I don't look like them? And you start to critique yourself because makeup isn't working for you. And that's when you start to say, you critique yourself when you get in the mirror, you're looking for how makeup looks on you and the outside of your face in the mirror. And every time you look in a mirror, you're judging yourself subconsciously. It becomes ingrained in the back of your mind to judge how you look when you look in a mirror. Instead of just seeing yourself, no thought behind it, you start to think more deeply about the reflection in the mirror. That's the best I can describe it, only seeing yourself for how you look in the mirror. I I, I don't know if I describe that well, but I've been trying to break that habit myself because it has had such a negative impact on me and my self-confidence. And I really am trying to improve on that. Just looking in the mirror and saying, there's me, that's me and that's it. I'm not looking at how I look. I'm not trying to critique myself. I just see myself for how I am and that's okay. It is a really difficult habit to break and... It's one of my resolutions for this summer. Actually, I am making that one of my resolutions for this summer. I know it's been a while, but I was talking about my New Year's resolutions, how I was going to do them every month. That didn't really pan out the way I wanted it to, but I am going to do summer resolutions. I want to try and work on just looking in the mirror and not going any deeper than that, not trying to critique myself or looking and seeing, oh, do I have a pimple here? Do I have bumps on my skin here? I'm not going to look for that. I'm going to try to improve that in my life. That's something I want to improve by the end of the summer. But 
kind of talking again on makeup and seeing yourself looking at how the products look on you and comparing yourself to how they look on maybe a model or someone else. I didn't realize, and I feel like a lot of kids don't realize because beauty companies don't tell you this on purpose. They say, you want to look like Kendall Jenner? Okay, here's the product she uses. Use this technique. Here's how you should do your eyeliner. No, that won't make you look like Kendall Jenner because Kendall Jenner is her own person with her own features and you are your own person with your own features. And maybe you come from a different part of the world and you have different features because you're a different ethnicity or you have different features because that's just not in your DNA. Your DNA, you don't have naturally straight eyebrows. Maybe your DNA, you have thin eyebrows. But I didn't understand. Kids don't understand. Kids, meaning teenagers like me and younger kids like preteens, makeup only enhances your features. It doesn't change them. Makeup does not change the shape of your nose. Makeup doesn't change how your eyebrows look or the symmetry of your face. Makeup doesn't do that. They only bring makeup only brings out your features. So when you're wearing makeup to enhance your features, that's when it's a positive thing. Because when I wore makeup, like I said, eyeliner to make my eye color pop, I think that's a positive thing because I'm not changing my eye color. I'm not expecting the shape of my eyes or the color of my eyes to change. I'm just enhancing what's already there. But if you're expecting to go in with makeup and change the whole makeup of your face, that's unrealistic. But no one tells kids that. No one is telling kids makeup will not change X, Y, and Z about your face. Makeup will not change your insecurities. It won't cover your insecurities. You will not look like the model you see in the magazine because you don't look like them naturally. And that's okay. Everyone looks different. Everyone has their own features. There's no reason to change them. But again, like I've said before, and I'll say it again, kids don't understand this. Kids don't understand that their features can't be changed with makeup. And that is when this impact of self-resentment and wondering, why don't I look like this model? Why don't I look like this person? That's when it sets into place. And the problem is, magazines and beauty ads and people, and when I say people, I mean influencers. I mean influencers who are posting videos of makeup, testing out makeup products. They're advertising makeup looks on already attractive people. Influencers are using so much makeup that you don't see what they look like without makeup and you think, oh my God, they're so pretty. This is what they look like all the time. Magazines and beauty ads are finding naturally beautiful people. There's a reason magazines and ads want models to be the people they test makeup on. They don't pick people off the street. They pick models. And models are chosen because, again, they're naturally beautiful and they have a striking appearance. Everyday people don't have striking appearances. Everyday people are not models. But because we have models in beauty ads and makeup is put on them to, again, enhance their features, 
No one knows that. No one knows that the makeup's is just enhancing them. It's not changing them because they look like that naturally. Makeup's just bringing out that beauty. So people think if I buy this product the model is wearing, then I'll look like them. I'll have their features. No, you won't. You'll look like you, but a better version of yourself. And that's the whole problem with the beauty industry and the whole problem with makeup that leads to this pattern of self-resentment because they're already choosing naturally attractive people to put makeup on. And even influencers. Influencers have filters that people don't see. Filters that blur their skin and make it look like glass. No one has naturally amazing glass skin. Skin is skin and skin has texture. But you don't know that if you're behind a camera. If you're behind a camera, you can cover up anything you want and no one will ever know. And that is the problem that keeps leading to self-resentment and keeps leading to kids wanting to wear makeup and people thinking that makeup can fix everything. And it tricks people into thinking makeup will make them look just like the models. That's what all these beauty companies look. I feel so strongly about this when I say that I don't care what beauty company it is. Every single beauty company subconsciously tricks people into thinking that they can look like a model with the help of their $25 mascara. You can look like our model with the help of this new $50 lip gloss. And it's just a lure, a marketing lure to get people to spend more money and when people are dissatisfied and they say, hmm, now I've bought $500 worth of makeup and I still don't look like the model, let me go buy some more products. And again, it's just another continuous positive feedback loop to keep getting people's money and keep people buying their products so that people can keep thinking they're going to look like the model when they will never look like the model because they have their own features. And I've actually struggled with this myself. I have seen makeup looks I like on TikTok especially. And even on Instagram, actually, I've seen people, yeah, I would say on just social media in general or online shopping when I see the models that have makeup on their face. I see makeup looks I like, but then... And then I start to obsess over them. So I see someone, maybe an influencer, I see what their makeup looks like, and I'm like, oh my god, they are so pretty. I want to look, I want to do that makeup look. So I start doing how they do their makeup. I try out products that they might use or similar products to see, can I look like them? And this kind of phase takes me over for like a few weeks. And then when it's over, I'm like, I don't want to look like the makeup look. I don't want that makeup look. I just want to look like the person. I just want to be the person who's wearing the makeup look. Because no matter what I do, I I won't ever look like them. And I think as a society, we just can't accept that everyone has their own features. And beauty, the beauty industry doesn't tell people that influencers don't tell you that people online don't tell you that so it's just kind of a trick to just lure people in and worsen their insecurity issues i 
think I just went on such a long rant about that, but I was so passionate about this topic and it's just been building in my mind. I've just been needing to talk about it. And this whole cycle, it just leads to more resentment, more self-hatred when we understand makeup won't make us look like someone else. So if you need someone to tell you this, I'm, I'll be the person to tell you this. You don't know who I am, but I'll tell you, you will never look like the models you see in the magazines because you're you and you're unique. And instead of trying to look like someone else, you should focus on bringing out your natural features, appreciating your natural features because that's what makes you, you. And I know it can be frustrating when you're like, I don't want to look like me. I want to look like so-and-so because I like their features better than me. Well, you can't change your features. You're given what you, you're born with what you're born with. You're given what you got and you just have to learn to appreciate that. And I know I've kind of been talking about this all along, but I wanted to touch on the more dangerous effects of makeup because again, It can be a creative outlet, it can be a good thing, but there's a really dark side to it. Makeup starts to make you feel like you're not pretty without it. This is like the biggest thing about makeup and I feel like everyone that wears makeup goes through this. You start off like how I did in eighth grade, just wearing mascara. I still thought, I I mean, I didn't, again, in eighth grade, I wasn't seeing myself for my appearance, wasn't looking in the mirror and seeing how my makeup looked, I just saw myself. But you start to wear more makeup and you start to think that you're not pretty without makeup. The more products you use and you take it off and you look different, you look like a normal person, but again, because you've enhanced your features, maybe enhanced your attractiveness level, when you're back to a normal level, when you're back to what a normal person looks like, you think that's less. You think, oh, I am not attractive without makeup. And again, just another positive feedback loop that leads to you keep wearing to keep wearing makeup, to keep up that attractiveness level you desire. And makeup, again, it makes you feel like looking average is bad. You correlate looking average as a bad person. And... That's because when you wash the makeup off your face and you just see yourself for how a normal person should look, normal person will not look like a model who has had 5,000 products put on their face. You think, oh, I look like ugly compared to what I look like with makeup. I need makeup to always look this beautiful because I desire this level of attractiveness to look like. And so you start to just hate how you look naturally and it worsens your self-confidence overall. And I think that this effect of makeup is like the worst one because you just start to hate yourself even though you look like a normal person but you just feel like you're not as pretty without makeup or you're not as cool or interesting or whatever without makeup. And it makes you feel like less of a person overall. And that's kind of what happened to me. When I would take my makeup off, I would think, oh my God, I look so plain. I look so boring. But when I was in Utah, I started to realize plain and boring is, that's natural. That's what I'm supposed to look like. Plain and boring 
that's okay to look like that. So that's something I'm trying to work on is accepting that I look like an average person. I am not Kendall Jenner naturally, and that's okay because that's what an average person is supposed to look like. And makeup, makeup is just something to indulge in, but not let it take over myself, not let it take over my self-worth. That is really important to understand. So now that I was in Utah for a week and I didn't wear makeup, I actually noticed that by not wearing makeup, I started to appreciate what I looked like naturally a little more. I started to find things in my natural appearance that I liked about myself. I liked my freckles and my eyebrows and my dimple in my cheek. Those are all my natural features that makeup doesn't give me. And by only having the opportunity to see myself without makeup, I really started to appreciate myself and find my self-worth and understand that my self-worth isn't determined by my appearance. That it's determined just as much by my personality and what I am on the inside, rather than just the outside. And I know that's so cliche to talk about, but it's true. And I'm not lying when I say not wearing makeup for just a week improved my self-confidence drastically because I wasn't comparing myself to a a quote-unquote better version of myself. So one of my goals this summer, again, kind of one of my resolutions, I guess, is I don't want to wear as much makeup this summer. And I advise you, if you're struggling with the same problem, maybe you don't wear makeup. But still, if you are struggling with this problem, try to wear light or no makeup for a week, just a week. And I want you to see how your mental health and your self-confidence, and how you feel about yourself improves. And if you need some ideas, or you're like, I always wear makeup, or I, I don't like how I look without it, let me say how you can make your natural appearance look more fresh without actually wearing makeup. Because this is what I do, and it really does improve my self-confidence, even though I'm not actually wearing makeup. So I have a few minimal summer makeup looks if you want to wear light makeup like I probably will, or if you want to wear no makeup. So what I do is I use kind of glowy products to make my skin fresh because I feel like when my skin looks very glowy and dewy, then it makes me feel light. And even though I'm not wearing any makeup, I still feel clean and I still feel good. So if this, if you are not interested in makeup, you don't have to listen to this part. This is just for people who are some little tips and tricks I have. What I use is I use the Glossier Future Dew and the Glossier Future Dew makes my skin like very glowy. Um, and I think that it just makes me feel better and I like how it looks, but I'm not actually wearing makeup. So it makes my skin very glowy. I also use a sunscreen, the Innisfree sunscreen. And the Innisfree sunscreen, it's $15 and it has no white cast. So it's good for all skin tones and it doesn't like dry out in your face. It's also very hydrating. So I'd recommend that. And just a good moisturizer, all that stuff that makes my skin hydrated and very glowy and fresh. And I don't feel the need to wear makeup because... I like how it looks naturally. So that's kind of my tip if you 
don't want to wear makeup, maybe you want to do minimal summer makeup looks. Because like I said, wearing makeup can be a creative outlet and it's fun to still do little looks, but maybe you don't want to do a whole routine because that's going to worsen your self-confidence. What I like to do is I have these sparkly eyeshadows and I got them from NYX NYX from, well, I got them from Ulta and I have one that's like mermaid green, I think it's called. It's kind of like a sparkly aquamarine color, but my favorite one, it's like the color of a pearl with a purplish hue. It is very pretty, like a sparkly lavender pearl color and I love putting that eyeshadow on. It makes me feel like a fairy. And I have this purple eyeliner that goes with it that I also put on. So maybe some sparkly eyeshadows, sparkly eyeliners, a light mascara to just enhance your eyelashes, make them a little darker, a little fuller, whatever you like. Dewy blushes that make you look like you've gotten some time in the sun. Um, I really want the one from Say Beauty right now. It's S-A-I-E. It was really good and it made my skin feel hydrated and it's kind of like a liquid formula. So I really like that one. Right now I have the Glossier um, Cloud Paint. It's okay. It's just like it doesn't blend evenly on both sides. But I really like that one because it's again looks like you naturally got time in the sun. And then maybe a light lip tint to make your lips look a little fuller little more color into them but not anything that's going to worsen your self-confidence and make you feel like you're less than yourself without that product on those are kind of some of the things i'm going to be wearing this summer my favorite minimal makeup products and makeup looks um so i would recommend doing that and to kind of close out this episode i want to talk about how makeup can actually be a good thing And it does have some good effects. I know I talked about how there's a lot of dangerous sides to makeup and it can worsen your insecurity issues, but there are a few good things surrounding makeup. I do think it's very therapeutic to get ready with music and do your makeup. I truly think I would rather like not go out with my friends or like leave my house, but still get ready with my music do my makeup, and I don't know. It's just a very teenage girl-esque thing to do, but I love it, and I love to just get ready and have my music on. It's something I do to just calm myself down. And again, trying new makeup looks, that's a creative outlet. I think that's a good thing, and it's fun to unbox new products and test them out. And something I do... Maybe one of these things you'll try too to maybe improve your relationship, relationship, prove your relationship or how you feel about makeup. But what I like to do is I like to do like a Vogue beauty secrets routine. And if you've watched the Vogue beauty secrets on YouTube, I would highly recommend them. They're so nice to listen to and watch. But I like to pretend I'm in a YouTube video and try out a new makeup look or do some sort of makeup and act like I'm making a Vogue Beauty Secrets video and be like, hi, I'm Mela. these are the products I'm using. So I'm gonna start off with my blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to apply it to my face like this. It's just very therapeutic to pretend like you're in a YouTube video in your bathroom mirror. And you can honestly, you don't have to do that just for makeup. You can do that for whatever. But 
it's very therapeutic. So in that sense, makeup makeup can be a good thing. I like to try new makeup looks. Um, I remember I wore this sparkly purple eyeliner to school one time, and I've never worn it. I worn it like once before, and I got so many compliments on. I think like six people complimented it, and one of them was my teacher, one of my teachers, and it was really sweet. It made me feel really happy, and I actually liked doing that makeup look. It was kind of like a creative thing I did, and I had a lot of fun with that. So that was just an example of how makeup can be a good thing. But to summarize this episode, my Utah trip made me realize that I look like a normal person, but there's beauty in that. And I am not just my appearance. I should not just see myself for my appearance. I should see myself for my personality and my appearance. My appearance is not my self-worth. It's not your self-worth. And who I am on the outside doesn't define what I'm like on the inside. It's very cliche. And you've heard it a hundred times. But I'm hoping that this episode could make you understand that a little better. And maybe make you think about makeup a little differently than before. So, I think that's all I have to say regarding this episode and makeup. And thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next time.